Greetings, friends. It is the weekend of Sunday, September 25th. And today we look at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, 14 through 20. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you, for I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Memories are precious. They, they keep us connected to people, to places, events, and the things that have shaped us, influenced our lives, and formed us. We may wish we could forget some things to be true, but even life's unpleasantries, life's hard memories can offer lasting lessons learned through adversity. At the Last Supper, Jesus shared a meal with his disciples and then led them in the ancient observance of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, or Passover. Jesus, the the master teacher, the rabbi, the savior, used this opportunity to plant a very important memory in his disciples gathered there in the upper room. Jesus shared this meal for their benefit and ultimately for ours. As Jesus raised the bread and the cup in thanksgiving, he added meaning and new significance to this ancient ritual. Luke 22 records that Jesus told his disciples to observe the Passover in remembrance of me. You see, Jesus took an old symbol and filled it with new meaning. You see, it is what this, you see, you see what the symbols are for in this. He is the meaning to the symbols. The meaning of Jesus's words and actions is rooted in this command to remember. As today's modern-day disciples, we observe the Lord's Supper in remembrance of Jesus. Some churches refer to this meal, to this ordinance, as the Memorial Supper to highlight the significance of Jesus' atoning work on the cross and to call believers to remember this sacrificial death. Other churches call it communion to highlight the believer's intimacy with Jesus. Whatever we call this, in this observance, one thing is clear. It is a time to remember. Now, it's a time to remember for a couple of different reasons. First of all, there's huge historical significance. The Feast of Unleavened Bread is the historical background for the establishment of the Lord's Supper. Exodus 12 presents the final chapter in God's rescue of Israel from slavery in Egypt and the, the plague of judgment of the firstborn. The angel For the angel of death to pass over a household, a family had to put blood from a sacrificed lamb on the doorframe of their house and eat the Passover meal as the Lord had in, instructed them. And this lamb and the meal of unleavened bread became the, the, the symbols, the abiding symbol of Israel's deliverance from bondage. And as Jesus' disciples watched Jesus and listened to his words this particular Passover, they would have understood the historical significance of his actions. 
What they did not fully understand until after the crucifixion and resurrection, however, was the transformation of what had been a Jewish feast of remembrance into a new symbol for remembering Jesus's atoning sacrifice. You see, the God who acted in history to deliver his people Israel has also acted in history to deliver us. The elements used in the supper are not the real body and blood of Jesus, but are powerful symbols that cause us to remember that Jesus really did suffer. He really did die in a real historical time and place. What Jesus did centuries ago impacts our life today. It impacts our eternity. Secondly, reason for remembering is there is redemptive significance. You see, we should remember the supper's redemptive significance. When John the Baptist saw Jesus approaching, he cried out, Hey, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That's John 1.29. John clearly established the reason for Jesus' coming as the fulfillment of what the Passover lamb had, had only foreshadowed. In Exodus 12, the lamb was sacrificed for the deliverance of one family. At the cross, the lamb of God was sacrificed to deliver the whole world from the power and the penalty of sin. The Passover lamb served as the substitute for the firstborn of Israel, but Jesus was our substitute at Calvary. Without the death of the lamb and the spreading of its blood, the children of Israel would have suffered the judgment of God. Without the shedding of blood, the blood of Jesus and his substitutionary death, his death for us, we would have no hope for salvation. In his book, The Tale of the Tardy Ox Cart, Charles Swindoll relates the story of an eight-year-old Kenyan girl. I've told this story before. This, this girl's name is Monica. and She fell into a pit and broke her leg. And Mama Najiri, an older woman, seeing what had happened, climbed in, into the pit to rescue Monica. And in the pit was a black mamba, the most poisonous snake in Africa. Well, it bit both Monica and Mama Najiri. Both ladies were rushed to the hospital. Monica improved, but tragically, Mama Najiri died. And a nurse ex- missionary was explaining to Monica that Mama Najiri was bitten first, and because of that, she received all of the Mamba's poison. When the snake bit Monica, it didn't have any poison left. And the nurse went on to explain that Jesus had similarly taken the poison of our sin so that we can live. See, people have many ideas about who Jesus is and why he came to earth. Jesus said himself that he came to seek and to save what was lost. That's Luke 19.10. And when we gather around the Lord's table, it's not my table. It's not Benaral Christian Fellowship's table. It's the Lord's table. And the elements here speak to us of his sacrifice, of his substitution, and of our salvation. You see, we celebrate our redemption and remembrance of him. The Lord's Supper presents this powerful message. It presents the gospel. And the third reason that it's important to remember is a reason of personal significance. You see, we should remember the Supper's personal significance. Luke 22, 19 through 20 records Jesus's very words. This is my body given for you. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. You see, Jesus personalizes 
his statements by using the pronoun you. Jesus told his disciples that he was going to suffer for them. He was going to die for them. Now, true, Jesus would die for everyone, for the sin of the world. But his disciples heard Jesus say, I am doing this for you. Are we hearing Jesus say, I am doing this for you? If you're like me, you receive tons of junk mail, whether it's real mail, snail mail, junk mail, or junk email even. We know the kind of mail that I'm talking about. It's, it's addressed to occupant or current resident. <laughs> and if the envelope does happen to have your name, it's, it's usually a computer-generated label that may or may not have your name spelled correctly. It's very impersonal. But however, if you get a piece of mail with your name handwritten or typed, or you recognize the return address, then you know that someone has written you personally. We generally, I would think, open that kind of mail first. It is ours. It is to us. Personal mail shows that someone has taken the time to communicate with just us. In 1 Corinthians 11, Paul gives instructions regarding the Lord's Supper, and and in doing so, he reminds the Corinthian believers two things. First of all, their personal salvation in Jesus and that participation in the Supper carries inward and outward aspects. Inwardly, we are to examine ourselves spiritually before taking the Supper, verses 27 and 28, but outwardly, we proclaim by doing the Supper the Lord's death until He returns. Observing the Lord's Supper carries personal significance because Jesus calls us to remember that he gave his body for you, for me, for us. It also carries personal responsibility for us to participate, to participate with with a sense of reverence, with humility, with sincerity, understanding, and proclaiming Jesus' act of love. Paul said that our observance of the Lord's Supper is to be done to help us to remember Jesus. Perhaps we are never more the church, the bride of Christ, than we gather at the table by worship, or to worship by remembering him. So may we never forget. Luke 22, 14-20. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I'll not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. And after taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you, for I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this, eat this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Amen. And God bless.